Hello, I'm Colin Green and you are listening to Spike Pit, episode 89. In this episode, I wanted to talk about something I've discovered. Pass on a little bit of information to the listener. So I've got a bit of a heads up for the listeners here. I've been, as you may well be aware, I've been talking about BX and basic Dungeons and Dragons. Been playing quite a bit of BX thanks to Gavin Norman and Jason Hobbs. They've uh, kind of stirred up my interest a little bit in it again. I've always liked it, but I've been away on 5e exploits in my recent campaign that I've been running, and I've tried out various one shots and smaller games. But um, another thing, over the Christmas holidays, I've been playing some basic fan- fantasy. RPG uh, by Chris Goneman and there is uh, a massive wealth of supplements and additional material all for free on the Basic Fantasy website. Now one of one of these supplements is something called the Equipment Emporium and what it is is basically a very uh, comprehensive list of um, not just equipment but all manner of stuff it's 54 pages long and I've printed it out at a5 size so you know that's fairly close to digest size because I try and standardize my stuff and a5 is my chosen sort of reference size because I've got a little A5 display booklets that I use and I insert the pages into there. And as my interests wax and wane in different systems, I can take out uh, the individual pages and, and I just put them in an envelope and keep them to one side. But let me run you through the table of contents. So it starts off, we've got the main headings are introduction, then there's weapons, armor and shields, general equipment, clothing, storage and containers, animals, services, stock and trade goods, vehicles, siege engines. Then there's a section on Games Master's information and then last but not least, revised magic item tables. Now, I'm no expert on the original Dungeon Master's Guide for AD&D. But some of these tables kind of put me in mind of what I remember that book to be like in terms of detail. Um, If we look at the melee weapons, axes, you've got hand axe, battle axe, great axe, pickaxe, in brackets, military pick, and mattock, brackets, footman's pick. Then you've got daggers, dagger, defending dagger, Silver dagger, then swords, short sword, stroke cutlass, long sword, stroke scimitar, two handed sword, hammers and maces, warhammer, light mace, mace, morning star, maul, stroke, great mace. I think you get the idea. I'm not going to just keep listing weapons now. Reason I'm discussing this is because as much as I like basic and BX, from a player's point of view, 
it is quite sparse and as a as a dm sometimes i'll get an uh, an equipment question and i think to myself oh I, I don't really know uh you know and i make up a ruling but with this list there's so much on there you know if if you are quite interested in the resource management side of the game and you you like a little bit of that encumbrance crunch and um particularly in a hex crawl style game i feel this is uh something that needs to be considered this this whole business of resources and um managing your gear because you're traveling over land and if you want to get that that feel of an expedition one thing you need to get right with expeditions you know in the real world it's it is a lot about equipment and getting yourself geared up properly and these lists just on the equipment alone i think capture capture just about the right level of detail i mean they don't go into silly amounts of detail but for me i think it's pitched very nicely and the other thing that's good about it is it does explain some of the bits and pieces that are maybe a little bit more obscure a classic example of the explanations that i enjoyed is in the armor and shields section brigandine now this is a type of armor i was unfamiliar with back in the day and i remember having to look it up and this is a one paragraph explanation i'll read it out to you brigandine armor consists of a cloth or leather garment lined with small oblong steel plates set inside or between layers and riveted to the fabric designs may include sleeves or be worn with van braces the rivets or nails attaching the plates to the fabric are visible on the outside and often decorated brigandine is typically worn over a padded undergarment if worn without this undergarment brigandine provides an armor class of 14 at a weight of 20 pounds this type of armour would also include armours with small plates attached to the outside of a quilted or padded garment. Now, we do need to consider that armour class 14 does betray the origins of uh, the system being basic fantasy, which has an ascending armour class. So you do need to bear that in mind if you're looking at these lists and make the necessary conversion. Another section that I thought was really good and I enjoyed was the section on clothing. One of the paragraphs there describes an adventurer's outfit. This can be purchased for 10 gold pieces and uh, is described thus. This is a full set of clothes for someone who needs to be prepared for anything. It includes sturdy boots, leather breeches or skirt, a belt, a shirt, perhaps with a vest or jacket, gloves and a cloak. A leather over tunic may be worn over a cloth, skirt or leggings as an alternative. The clothes will have plenty of pockets. And the outfit also includes any extra items you might need, such as a scarf or wide-brimmed hat. Um, I think this is really good. I often come a little bit unstuck with clothing and... Um, just fall to some sort of ruling that 
um, not particularly happy with or just kind of hand wave it in general but um, this has got let me see a one page two three four five what is going on six no five and then it goes on to storage but um yeah so there's uh, like jewelry and decorative items footwear like upper body stuff outerwear um so just on outerwear you've got uh, section on cloaks so cloak similar to a cape but includes a hood to cover the wearer's head adventurers cloaks are full length with a long hood that can be used to stash valuables traveling cloaks are a half length and have a slit to allow the cloak to be draped over either side of a rider's horse and the plain cloak can be either either length and has a closer fitting hood so there you go. Who would have known it? We've got one, two, three different types of cloak. I think that's pretty good, and I would recommend it. You can find this on the website as a free PDF download. Just a quick episode then today. I wanted to bring that to listeners' attention. Equipment Emporium a basic fantasy RPG supplement and you can find it on www.basicfantasy.org and there's a wealth of other stuff. Now I have had quite a few call-ins on putting together an episode carrying on the theme of Mensa compared to Moldvay, basic Dungeons and Dragons and um, getting quite a lot of feedback from the folks out there on MeWe so I'm going to put some of those messages in the episode kind of as readings and some of it will be notes that I take from from the chat etc so I'm looking forward to doing that it's going to be something a little bit different in the meantime thanks for listening take, take care of yourselves and I'll catch you later